the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always. I hope you're having a good day, unless, of course, you're stuck on 59 at the 610 loop and 610 north, then it's a pretty bad situation. But besides that, things are going well. We've got a gorgeous day in Houston, Texas. It's summertime, and uh, pretty clearly. And uh, we, uh, we, we've we got a lot to talk about here on the show. Uh, our show is all about savings and investments. Uh, we it, Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And that's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Somebody has to do it. I mean, since most of the people in the country, or a lot of them, aren't, uh, some of the numbers are pretty disappointing, and it's increasingly hard to depend on the government for anything. Uh, It's something I I think you just have to do. And and so you have to take charge, set up a program, come up with an idea, come up with some type of plan. And I've seen just plans that seem ridiculous that work, but you have to have some type of plan. And uh, and a lot of people don't have any plan. And by the way, we say we we try to keep things reasonably simple. Uh, when we it, it, because I really when particularly when you're planning for retirement, you have to keep it somewhat simple so you kind of keep it all in your head and you can kind of manage it and and sort of know what you're doing. So you keep it down to short term goals, and you know save ten percent plus the company match. Uh, you could buy a piece of property or something as well to kind of boost up, figuring you'll have you can sell it in the future sometime to help pay for retirement. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, what one of the things that, that, that we we talk about is is the need to pay off the house. Ideally, you'd like to have your house paid off near retirement. Uh, some people, you know, some people don't. Uh, uh, you know, some people. I, I don't think it has to be paid off at retirement, but I think within five years of retirement, it should be paid off. And and then if if we get a big it looks like we're going to get a big inflation maybe you hold off but but you uh, once the house is paid off then you, you've locked in another another uh, cost of living and so if your house is paid for the only thing you can go up is the insurance and the in the taxes which and actually the taxes freeze your property taxes freeze when you turn sixty five so you you can lock in a lot of your expenses and and, and we we had some people come in this week and we talked to them about you know really you're dealing with most likely twenty five to thirty years of of retirement living and so You've got to grow the assets over time. You've got to keep above inflation. Inflation's pretty low right now, but but you also 
any any expense that you can lock down through that 30-year time frame is a huge win. I mean, if you sit and look at, you know, your big expenses are, of course, unless you have kids, but that's another story, are really your your uh, your house, your uh, your tax, your taxes, particularly your property tax, your property taxes, your insurance, your your phone, your TV, the uh, the water, the utilities, uh, your car payment, gasoline. Uh, in in food, and, and so the biggest expenses tend to be a house. So if you can lock in a good chunk of those expenses, then then you're going to be you're going to sit there and be way ahead. I mean, if you think about it, if you if you rent something, the rent goes up every year, and and particularly in the world today, where where so much of of corporate America is really led by very aggressive CEOs that want pricing up five, six, seven percent a year, in in when we're having about a one and a half percent inflation rate in theory, that means you could see your pricing go up on your apartments and things like that, your homes, five, six, over time that doubles and and quadruples more. So if you lock those payments in, you have a huge advantage uh, of uh, other people out there. And and the government does a lot of things to help you out, particularly older people. They, you know, once you hit 65, you have your Medicare. So your, your, your medical costs go down and they, they go up some, uh, that that varies with how, how much income you make. Uh, when you turn sixty five in Texas, your your property taxes are frozen, which is a really good deal for at least the the valuations. Uh, and uh, if you look at uh, other other things, there you know there's Social Security. The Social Security goes up a little bit each year, cost of living a lot. So they do what they can to help out. So if you can lock in your taxes in your home by having your home paid off, where you don't have any more expenses. You know, once your home is paid for, uh, you're set. It keeps going up in value over time, and 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 so this is something that that you want to watch. And even look, even if your house doesn't go anywhere, if there's a big inflation, it, it's still you you could be up in the the Midwest or something where housing doesn't go anywhere for twenty five, thirty years. It's happened in a lot of parts of the country. But if an inflation comes up, eventually get it. And if you look over a thirty year time frame. Um, there's always crisis over a 30-year time frame. There's always inflation. There's always deflation. There's world wars. There's, uh, you know, we've had two world wars. We had Vietnam. We have Iran. We, uh, we, we, Iraq war. We, we've had the Afghanistan war. We, we've had 9/11. Uh, we've had a big inflation. Uh, we've had two sets of big inflation uh, around World War II. We, we, we had, uh, uh, and then in the 70s, we had two massive deflations in 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 the 1930s and recently uh in theory uh the uh the uh and so it's always changing and so you have to plan over a long period of time and so if you pay off the house this is somewhat controversial because some people say particularly a lot of advisors will say well look what you do is don't pay the house off cuz they, they it gives them more money to manage and you grow the money I like the idea of having the house paid off. You can always sell the house in the future if you need more money, but you lock in those expenses. And to me, the real value is is the expenses. We really try to keep things as simple as possible for retirement. You know, now if you've got more complex issues, we can deal. We'll deal with that and get in some pretty heavy duty planning. We can bring in if need be, but but if by keeping it simple, people you understand where you're going, where you need to be in in the future, and so. You want to have that house paid off at retirement, not right at retirement, three, four years, maybe five years later, but somewhere in there, because once that payment drops off, it's a big bonus for you for for saving money. And, and so 
this is something to think about uh, with retirement. Uh, the, the, you know, looking out over where to start today, I really have one, one of the things for retirement, this is something we talk about quite a bit, is uh, if you, and there's actually a study. I found a study in this. This is something we talked about. I said, I said look, if you have if you have something to do at retirement, you tend to do we, what we find for our clients after doing this for over 25 years and working with clients in retirement uh, and before retirement is the people that retire that have some something to do. They they tend to have a much happier, longer life. I mean, the, the joke, I mean, who was it? Uh, David Letterman just basically, you know, made a name for himself. Not really made a name, but he's making fun of the Walmart greeter. Well, so what if somebody wants to make some more money saying hello to people at Walmart and watching out for, for shoplifters? You know, it, it's a job. It, it gives the person extra income. But a lot of times... The, the person at uh, the greeter at Walmart is an older person that, quite frankly, is bored at the house and wants something to do. And if someone's going to pay him to say hello to people, he's thrilled or he or she to have the job. It, and so we're, we're now seeing and it's interesting. We're seeing this shift back to respect for work. You know, five five years ago, there were people looked down on work. They looked down on on, on working people. And, you know, if you didn't go to to Columbia or Harvard or or Stanford or some other uh, Princeton, you know, you were sort of looked down on, and, and, and the attitude came across in the mainstream media and the East Coast, looking down on working people. And you really see a shift in this uh, now uh, on TV. You know, I, I looked on the show, I, I woke up this morning the other day and tr- was going to pull on the, the, new, the, the business channel to see what was happening and happened to be on one of these shows, and it's it's a show about the, a contest of butchers cutting up meat. I mean, people like that. I was sitting there watching it, uh, going, "Oh wow, this is really interesting." And and because Pete, the shows that are taped, Mike Rowe, you know, turned things around, making it, you know, people showing people that you could have a dirty job, make a lot of money, and more importantly, enjoy what you're doing. And, and so the idea of work has come back into the United States. I mean, somehow in this country, we came up with this theory: we're just going to subcontract all the work out in the country, and then we'll just have MBAs at the top reallocating financial resources all over the place and that's how we're all going to make money and and it it, it, it was really it, it, a complete betrayal of 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 the working people in this country which in my mind includes small business people you know welders people on the, on the assembly line doctors uh all types of people like that medical people that are having to do the hard work in this country so we're seeing a newfound respect for work which is a good thing but but what one thing we kind of deviate from what I'm saying here is, but what one of the things we've really seen here is, is that the research is showing that that you can double your chance of 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 of, of, of a long retirement. It do, effectively doubles by having a sense of purpose, a something to do. It might be work. It might be a, a uh, might be a job. It might be maintaining something. It might be working. You know, at the ranch, you know, we had a client come in the other day, and they they've got a house. They built a nice house in the hill country, and and they're you know they 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 have a lot of stuff going on out there. And then they they've got a bunch of grandkids, and they recently bought a four wheeler so they could drive around, you know, 
you know, to the different places in, in the in the subdivision out there and uh, the golf course or whatever. But they, they, since they got all these grandkids, they all love coming out there so they get to drive around on the thing. And so it, it, it so they get to take care of the kids. The kids are happy. This is, again, a sense of purpose. Uh, it might be volunteering. Uh, it, it might be uh, all types of things. We, we've had clients with millions and millions of dollars going and working in, in, in jobs out there just so they could have something to do. But the research, it's interesting, there was some research done, is pensioners who feel they have a purpose have a double the chance of enjoying a long retirement research is found. And, and this was a study of 6,000 6, people found a significant link between having goals to work or, or uh but it, 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 having go, having goals or working towards long-term survival. People with responsibilities such as looking after the grandchildren, volunteering, are less likely to die earlier. Uh, even those without these simulations can train themselves to live more purposeful lives in d- reducing the risk of illness and early death. This was a, a study at the University of Michigan. Uh, the University of Michigan found that uh, found death from heart and circulation uh, circulatory conditions were a particular driver for association between having low sense of purpose and morality, mortality, mortality. Okay, it's a little confused there, but uh, it, so understand when you're planning for retirement and you're getting retired, come up with something to do. Maybe it's volunteering at the church. Uh, maybe it's working. Maybe it's taking care of the grandkids. Uh, d- different types of things. Uh, once you've played the golf course 25 times, it starts getting a little old in the first month, and uh, you got to have something else to do. So so the research shows, this is the research shows, that, that people with with a, a sense of purpose, have double the chance of enjoying a long life retirement. This is research done out there, and this is something we've been talking about. The other thing we're working, we're going to actually be working, trying to work more with our clients and come up with some more ideas for this, is really the idea of also of exercising and eating well, contribute to longer life. But, but how we're looking at it is by exercising and eating well, you reduce your risk of illness, which reduces the cost of your medical, which which extends your retirement assets as well. So we're not just, it's an improving in the quality of life. So we're not just looking like, well, you live longer. We're also saying you're going to have a better quality of life and more money. And, and, and so this is something that I think we want, and you know, we're going to continue to try to concentrate on the Max Out Saving Show and in, in, in with our clients to try to send some stuff out on that. So anyway, a couple things. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas on Saturday. On Sundays, it's a re, it's a repeat, but uh, a rerun? Uh, what do you go? Well, anyway, we're on Sundays too, I think at 3 o'clock, but you can give us a call on Saturday at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show, and we'll be right back. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always. Uh, we, Donald Trump got a uh, a deal with the Mexican government. There's not going to be the tariffs, the 5% tariffs, which was to listen to people tell a story. It was going to cost Americans like $4,000 a piece you know, for a 5% tariff. And I'm thinking, well, how is this affecting the cost of beer and guacamole and 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 even the cars, a good portion of the cars come from over here. But and I was a little disappointed that our senators both, you know, panicked and, and rather than supporting the president on this issue. Uh, so the, the Mexicans are deploying the National Guard. And it's interesting. They've closed down the bank accounts of a number of of of, of immigrant smugglers. And my first thought was, aha, they're finally going after these drug cartels. They're also heavily involved in bringing illegals across the border. But no. That wasn't it. It's they're shutting down the bank accounts of these people that are these liberal organizations, I'm suspecting, that are that are funneling, taking money in from from Democrats in the United States and around the world or liberals around the world to pay for the immigrants to help move the immigrants from Guatemala through Mexico into the United States border to get across. And, and so this was a tactic used by George Soros's crew uh, uh, in, in Europe, and what what they were doing is, is they were the the immigrants would take get across on their little boats, and then the 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 these big uh, organizations, these liberal organizations, they would pay for big big uh, ships to come by, pick up all the immigrants, claim they were quote rescued, and then drop them off in Italy, and so they had millions of immigrants pouring into Europe, which 
ultimately resulted in the breakup of Brexit. Brexit really came about because of out-of-control immigration. And, and, and George, they found out George Soros and different groups like that were backing these, these quote, immigrant rescue ships. They were never rescue ships. They were, they, they were, they were ships you know, designed so if you could get 20 or 30 miles out into the ocean, they would pick you up and drop you off in Italy to kind of push forward the open border society that George Soros's dream where there's no borders or countries. And, and, and so, and effectively he wants to destroy the United States. And so they're trying, they're trying the same thing in Mexico where they're helping pay for these things to come across to the Mexicans. You know, we finally told them, look, you're not getting stuff into the country if you're going to let these people come through. So it's a good thing. I mean, I think things are starting to, uh, to, to, to come about. I mean, if, if you really look at it, out there now is, uh, you know, we really have to start reining in these different groups that are doing some of this stuff. And, and corporate America is the other one that, that, that is, that, that is really, I give you an example in China, they have, they have a credit score they have. So, so the credit score is based on everything to what you're saying on the internet, your Twitter account, the organizations, if you attend church or, uh, or, a, a, a mosque or whatever, uh, if you're religious, the the different things, how how good you are to the Communist Party, and they come up with a score. And if you have a low score, you don't get to fly in an airplane, or you don't get to take the high speed trains, or they won't let you go out of the country, or you don't get into the good schools, or you don't get favorable housing and different things like that. So they're rating everybody in the country on how loyal they are to the cause and and and, and different things, and it's a rating score. And, and everyone in the United States is outraged by that. I mean, it, it's fundamentally un-American. And, and if you look at the United States of America, we broke away from England because we didn't like being told what to do by the King of England. Bottom line, we had taxation with no representation. Remember the Boston Tea Party? And we're tired of being told what to do by 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 the English. And we wanted our own country. And so they put together... Uh, a Declaration of Independence, and then drafted a Constitution, and a lot of it was really based off off of ancient Greek Greece with the democracy. They were just thrilled with the democracy, the idea that people could could govern and they could have a fair fair government for all people in a level playing field in a rule of law that applied to everybody, not just the poor people, but or the rich were exempt, but everybody across the board. It, it, and then and then a, a fundal a fundamental. Uh, sense of freedom. Uh, Tocqueville remarked that he would go into Kentucky in the early 1800s and he'd have to, you know, be riding through the forest for 30, 40 miles and stop at some farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. You know, back then, the hotels were basically a farmhouse that they, you know, they had an extra room they'd let for, you know, a couple cents or something or nickel or whatever it was back then. And, 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 And so all these people wanted to do was talk about politics and he was just amazed well you could get your head cut off talking about politics in france or or england or somewhere else and so so freedom of speech was important freedom of press press was important uh, all these freedoms we have freedom to own a gun were all i mean th- those are the cornerstone of the united states and they were carefully thought out to protect the american people from tyranny and yet and we're all appalled what's going on with the social scores in China, which is, you know, looks out more something out of like Nazi Germany or something. And, and yet we're somehow allowing another group in this country to do the same thing. And, 
if you look at at what's happening in corporate America, the, uh, the they're doing a lot. They're putting policies and procedures in place, and so everything's that way. Things run safely. They run well. It, it and we make sure that everything is 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 you know everything is very efficient. So we try to get as much efficiency out so we can make more money. And, and so we're the most efficient, most ambitious, most innovative people on the planet. But the problem is, and now with with big data and artificial intelligence and and uh, all types of things like uh, Im- image reading, facial reading, facial recognition, you can start quantifying. So the problem is these same corporate executives are starting to take the idea of, well, why don't we why don't we use these policies? Why don't we have policies and procedures for our customers so we can mandate how they live their lives? And that's an incredibly dangerous thing. I mean, it's one thing if China comes up with a social policy and they go, well, look, it's we're the government. We can tell people what to do. We can go, we don't like it, but we're not there, so too bad. But it's another thing for corporate America to be instituting policies, procedures on how a, a, Americans that are not employees of their companies live their lives, and we're seeing this increasingly. We saw this shocking example of of, of Bob Iger at Disneyland wanting to sit there and pull out uh, all the the streaming business or or all the uh, the video the movie business and TV business out of Georgia just because they don't have the the abortion laws that he wants in place. And, and so Bob Bob Iger's effectively put him put himself in a position as as the moral policeman in the United States of America. And fa- look, in fairness to Bob Iger, he makes sixty four million dollars. How much did you make? But that's not the way we work in the United States, and I don't know if he wants to, you know, figures, hey, we can make a bunch of money with abortion, put up abortion world with Mickey or Minnie Mouse doing abortions or whatever. But, but this, it's not just Bob Iger. It's it's uh, it, we're seeing Google now, uh, YouTube banning conservative videos. Uh, we're seeing uh, Facebook uh, firing fa- Google firing. Uh, conservative workers, or because you have to have a certain set of, of political values to work at Google. You evidently have to have a certain set of political values to get on YouTube. We're seeing the same thing with Facebook, Facebook, and we're seeing the same thing with Twitter. They disagree with conservative values; they're kicking them off the platform. We're seeing this with insurance companies. They want to put a little thing in your car so they can tell tell you how fast you're driving, if you're dri- braking too quickly, things like that. Well, wait a minute. Who put these people in charge of your automobile? Who put these people in charge of your free speech? Who put your people? Who's put these people in, in charge of your morality and, and, and your religion? And the answer is nobody. They're not elected officials. You know, some of y'all might disagree with Donald Trump or you disagree with Barack Obama, but they were the elected officials. You're talking about a group of people that are unelected people that are now putting their values their morality on on the American people and using it's not even their money that to, oftentimes they're using corporate money and shareholder money that they have no business doing in in I mean look at the classic example is Bob Zucker at CNN you know this is CNN's owned by AT&T and there's not a more anti-Trump station out there than CNN now you can say MSNBC is but they're like hey we're Democrats we don't like all the Republicans and you can go fair enough Whereas with CNN, it's more, look, we just hate Donald Trump, and, and so you know we're going to take a stand, and their ratings are falling through the floor. They're losing money. Uh, it's costing AT&T money. It's costing the shareholders. Now you're starting to get boycotts of AT&T, and they won't take a stand because they're afraid if they take a stand— 
than the Democrats. And what you're getting is small groups of either CEOs or also press, small pressure groups are, 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 are concentrating a small amount of pressure in these companies and they're panicking. The answer is simply for corporate America, we're a level playing field. We don't get involved in politics. We welcome both sides. We try to if we have to, we'll air both sides from time to time. We're not perfect. But the idea that we have corporate executives calling for boycotts of states because of an abortion bill, that's a problem. And I promise you there's people in Disney that agree with the Georgia abortion grill, but they have to fall in line behind Bob Iger, who is, is one of the biggest proponents for abortions in the United States of America. And it, it, it's wrong, but more importantly, it's a fundamental threat to your liberty and to your freedoms. Make no mistake about it. Look, you might agree or disagree with abortions, but understand it's abortions today. What's it going to be tomorrow? Guns? Well, maybe you disagree there. Eventually, it keeps working down in, 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 in corporate America, taking more and more of your freedom. Uber. Uber's come up with a code of conduct for their, for their things. Yeah, I get you can't be drunk and throw up in the back of the Uber or whatever or, you know, threaten the guy, the, the, the cab. But it's coming down to it's such things as, well, could you please drive faster? We're running late. Well, look, what happens if you get an autistic person or a person that's not real good at working with people? I'm assuming he won't eventually be allowed in Uber either, even though he has a disability. But Uber is setting an example. When Uber and Lyft are the only things got there, the, the people have to go to these companies. And so it's got to be a level playing field. You go to the Galleria. They they have a code of conduct at the Galleria. Hey, uh, let me help the people at the Galleria. We have a code of conduct in the United States. It's called the... T- the, the laws of the United States of America, the laws of the state of Texas, and the laws in the city of Houston, Texas, that's our code of conduct, period. And, and so I don't know where people get the ideas that they can they have some right or responsibility to take away people's freedoms, install codes of conducts, and, and how people should act. It's none of their damn business. And, and again, a lot of these things, I can say that, can't I? <laughs> Ah, safe side. Okay. Uh, the uh, but it, it, in all fairness, again, it starts. You might agree or disagree with some of these things that they're doing, but understand, it's not going to stop there. It's going to keep going and going and going. And, and, and when you get down to Uber, where you have to be a model citizen in the back of the car, and and you can say or not say, you know, you're afraid to talk to the person or 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 whatever. I mean, this is absurd. And, and and it's a fundamental threat to our freedom and our liberty that we fought for two, almost two, almost 250 years. It's starting to get close to 250 years. We fought for these things to get here, and then we're giving them away to 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 these people who, for some reason, seem that that they have the right and they have no right to do it. So anyway, those are some thoughts there. And by the way, this is somewhat selfish on my part because our clients invest in stocks of these many of these companies. And if if these companies start getting involved in this stuff, what's happening? And I tell you, what's happening now is 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 the Democrats have always been going after corporate America. The Republicans have been the big de- de- protectors of free enterprise system in corporate America. Well, now you have these companies all coming after the Demo- uh, the Republicans, all coming after abortion, all firing workers because they're there's they're literally firing workers because they're conservatives and not that they're they're kicking conservatives off their platforms. They're kicking Republicans off their platforms. And so now we're seeing more and more talk of of antitrust. So it's going to eventually affect 
the value of these companies. So uh, the, the, these these executives have a, a responsibility to manage the, the company for for the long term interest of all all the employees and all the shareholders, in particular the shareholders. And and if you're be, if you've decided to become the moral police, you're not doing that. You're basically you're basically putting your values and you're costing the the shareholders money. And some of them, I still think, should be sued personally. By I, I think there's very good grounds for lawsuits for some of these executives that are using their own personal political beliefs and using company money and company resources to move them forward. But we're now getting where I'm going with this is is now we're the one of the big things out there is socialism. And so we're trying to protect the free market system. We're we're trying to protect democracy. And so one way we're going to have to do it, not the, the capitalism is is we're is we're starting to look at, at getting tougher on on uh, antitrust because this is one way we can police corporate America. And what happened this week or last week was is the Trump administration, they, they made an agreement between the Justice Department and the Federal Trade Commission is uh, to divide up responsibilities on antitrust. And so the the Justice Department now is going to be dealing with Google and Apple for antitrust issues, and then the Federal Trade Commission is dealing with Facebook and Amazon, I think. And and so you're going to see you're going to see a lot more action from antitrust in this country to try to police some of this action that's kind of getting out of control where these companies are starting to run roughshod. And once they started tripping into the political area, that was it for them. And so I, I think particularly the antitrust in the private, I think the privacy issues might be more detrimental uh, to tech than anything. And I do think, I, I think this is kind of the beginning of the end of tech, I, not the end, but I think of this stage of the bull market in tech. Uh, I, I do think that the antitrust and the policy issues are going to be a big thing. I think they're really going to ramp up in 2020. The 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 Democrats are loaded for bear on antitrust for for the, particularly the tech companies and a lot of companies, and the Republicans, quite frankly, aren't aren't far behind them because they've been so beaten up by the tech companies. Uh, on the political side that that it, it, it's going to problem and I, and I do think this is you know I think nearing a top uh, of, of, of the tech bubble I mean in, in that in addition we have the the China situation with technology we have the Huawei situation with technology uh, and we just have a lot of things all coming down on technology at the same time uh, and 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 you know the bursting of, of of the the cyber bubble, which was really a huge driver for tech equipment because they had to mine the the the, uh, the, the blockchains. You know you, that required massive amounts of computer power. So a lot of this is changing. But the one you want to really watch out for it could hurt us is privacy on tech. Anyway, we'll be right back after this quick question right here. I mean this quick break on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? 
At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you have a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. And we'll, we'll try to get your questions answered uh, about the markets, uh, about retirement. Uh, what do you think? Uh, the... You know, what what to do with the markets? We had a huge week this week in the market. The market ra- had a massive rally. And uh, the uh, basically it was going down. It broke it underneath all the support levels and was in the process of falling. And the, the Federal Reserve got nervous and lined up a bunch of speakers. And all of a sudden, all these Fed governors were all over the the uh, the CNBC and the, and the Bloomberg and everything else discussing how they were poised to cut quickly and this, that, and the other. Uh, so basically, uh, about yeah, you know, the the, uh, the talk was is is they pulled the the Fed put. Well, the amazing thing is, which is where the Fed takes action. We now find out the Fed put is about at six percent decline in the stock market, which you know is is again the last thing we need is more money. We've had the world flooded with money, and they're talking about taking rates back to zero. And the the problem is is look for the last decade. Europe has had low rates. Right now, the the, the German rate, I, I, th- I want to say it's out to seven years is negative, which means you give the Germans money, $100,000 for seven years, and they give you back your money. If it's like six years, they give you back less money than you put in after six years. But at least you know you'll get your money back. I mean, it shows you the level of, of, of concern of a breakup of the euro or something else or the financial system in in Europe, how, how really fragile it is. But the remarkable thing is the zero interest rates, and in some cases, in many cases, negative rates, there's an enormous number of negative uh, 
money around the world now has not ignited any growth at all in Europe. So they've had no growth. It, the policy has been an abject failure on all fronts, and yet they continue to do it because they won't change or they won't do anything. And and th- th- this goes to show you the weaknesses of the central bank is the fact that a central bank, it should be there for, in the case of a panic, the central bank steps in, provides liquidity to the banks, and makes sure that the economy continues to function. It was never... Nobody ever thought, nobody ever dreamed that they could do this. I remember we had Bob Rubin on a show we had years ago, uh, former Secretary of the Treasury, and, and he goes, he, he laid out, look, the, the Federal Reserve can, can, can maintain short rates, but they can't, they can't control long-term rates. Well, he was wrong. I mean, this guy was former Secretary of the Treasury, head of, uh, head of uh, what was it, J.P. Morgan, uh, I think you said Goldman for a while. you know one of the most powerful financial people in the world. This was a long time ago, but it, it, and they have gotten into to taking rates down to zero. But but the problem is by by them doing this, they've allowed, and particularly in Europe with negative and low interest rates, they've allowed these governments not to do anything. They don't have to make any changes. You know, Europe in southern in southern uh, Italy, youth unemployment youth unemployment's at fifty percent. I'm going to repeat that. Youth unemployment in in southern Europe is at 50 percent, southern Italy at 50 percent, and yet they're bringing immigrants in to work. And it's like, well, what about all these Italians that don't have young people that don't have jobs? And and, and so rather than forcing when the economy gets bad, forcing them to make fundamental adjustments in the economy, fundamental changes in the law, changes in tax policy and regulation, they don't have to do anything. They sit back and let these central banks do all the work. In the end, after a decade, nothing's happened, and they've lost a decade of growth, and it's been a disaster for the European people. Now the Euro- Europe's starting to break up. The British want to leave because of out-of-control immigration and, and no growth, and and so it's it they work a thousand years to unite Europe, they finally unite it, and they throw it all away because they're too stubborn to make changes. So, so, so now the talk is, is is what's going to happen now? And and if you look at a couple big couple big themes jump out here. Uh, the the ten year bond has gone from about a three point two back in November to a two point two point zero eight, which is a big drop. I mean, it's it's over one percent or over a third drop in interest rates. In basically seven eight months, which is just a a, 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 a huge drop in long term rates, it's telegraphing some type of slowdown out there. Uh, clearly, if if you look at the at the at the uh, valuations in the market, there's parts of the market the the tech sector which has gotten pretty stupid. Uh, there, there's stable demand which is very high. There's the high growth stocks which are you know you're looking at seventy eighty. 60, 70, 80, 90 times earnings. And then you're looking at some of the some of the uh industrial type stocks, uh retail stocks are at eight, nine, ten times earnings. And this we saw this we saw this in nineteen ninety nine, very similar, uh which allowed us to avoid the problems in nineteen ninety nine. And I think we're kind of seeing that now. But uh Looking at this decline in the in in the in the rates, and looking at the fact that the retailers and some of the industrials are selling so cheaply and hitting new lows, it seems to be telegraphing an economic slowdown. And 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 I I, th- I think the economy is slowing down. A couple thoughts here. Uh, you've got basically three trends, big trends slowing the. Actually, you've got the China 
uh, slowdown in, in imports to China. Some of it's due to the boycott, but some of it's due to a genuine slowdown in China and around the world. As we've talked about in the Max Out Savings Show, the global economy is slowing down much more. This is why we're so defensive. Okay, but if also if you look at the the Boeing seven eighty seven problem. They can't produce these planes right now, so the planes are kind of stacking up. They can't sell them to anybody. Uh, these planes are a hundred hundred million dollars a pop. I you know I don't know the exact production, but it's probably uh, I guess hundreds of planes a year that that aren't coming out uh, uh, of of the business. So that's planes are a big part of of capital investment. That's why you're seeing a big drop in capital investment. The farm farm sector. Uh, the Chinese aren't buying soybeans and a number of grains, and ha- so prices have dropped there. And then we have record floods in the Midwest, so they've they've only planted about thirty eight percent of of some of these of I think soybeans. And the typical typicals about seventy eight or something. So it, big, they're having trouble planting. Many areas are not going to be able to be planted at all. So you're going to have a bad crop there. And then you've got you've got oil is also dropping off now as well. So this is going to cause a slowdown in the economy in 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 most likely the the late second and third quarter. Just if they can't produce any planes, it's going to cause us hundred billion dollars a plane. That's a hundred million dollars off of GDP every single time the plane that can't be produced. And and so this is what they're seeing. This is why the interest rates are going down. This is why oil's gone down to fifty three dollars. It hit fifty and a half the other day, big drop in oil. And, and and so this is why the 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 these industrial stocks, the economic sensitive stocks, are trading like a recession. Are we going to a slowdown? Yeah, the question is how bad. I don't think it's going to be particularly bad yet in the United States. I still think that what we want to watch out for is is a a currency crisis. And I think once the that's the one thing you want to watch. Now that brings me to the second thing. I think one of the valuations. Out that one of the more interesting things that's happening is, is we see over the last since 2013 about mid year, gold has traded at 1400 or under the entire time. It hasn't really broken through 1400. I think one time it went up. Actually, I'm not even sure it touched it. It's really been about 13 1380. Uh, it, it, it we're, we're basically have run up uh, it, it, the the the. the 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 gold this week hit thirteen fifty, uh, and and I, and I think we could see it higher thirteen sixty. So it, it's starting to. If this thing this thing is a long term top on gold, it, and and I think what we could be seeing happening it's not really a top. It's been a resistance level. If it breaks through that thirteen eighty, starts going. I think you could see gold in this in the in the, in the precious metals market start moving. Coincidentally. It's happened about the same time the dollar is starting going down. And I think when the dollar starts reversing is when the gold is really going to take off. Now, looking at another uh, sector there is the precious metals. The The silver has a little different chart in the fact that it's had some bigger drops and back and forth. But it's the same thing. Almost from 2013, it's it's been in a declining, a downtrend. And you can draw a line on the tops all the way down. It, at the beginning of the year, it broke through that decline that basically six-year decline uh, top. And then it, it went back underneath it recently, and now it's breaking out above it. So both of these, the gold and the silver, look like there's a good chance they could break out two higher levels here. And so I, I think on a pullback, you want to start increasing the precious metals sector. That's one thing we're going to be looking at uh, as well. Uh, 
we, we, you know, we looked, the market was up nearly a thousand points off the bottom on, on, on the pan at the beginning after the Federal Reserve said that they, they're going to maybe cut in July. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, if you go back and look at the at the October uh, December decline, there was three times the market had big moves up like this, and then it sold back down again. I, I'm not convinced this is off to the races on that sector. I still think you've got way too much going on with China. I think really the tide is starting to come out on this market, be it technology, be it the politics, be it China. And I, I think you still continue to have to be cautious and defensive in this market. I, I, I think yeah, I think we're headed for problems. I, I think these problems globally are much worse than people realize. And I think the United States is still the best place to be overall, without a doubt. So, this last segment, if you want to get in quickly, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. So, again, uh, Big move up in the market uh, this week. I don't think this is the start of a new bull market. The president at the end of June is meeting with with, uh, with the uh, President Xi of China. It's still two, week, two weeks away. It, the other thing is, you know, I've been saying that I really, we, 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 I really think that the establishment is much more uh, uh, for uh, – Trump on this China thing, and there was somebody. I was actually uh, Martin Wolf did a, a a thing in the Financial Times, and I, I've kind of gone back and forth with him a little bit on China, uh, back and forth in the email. But he was at the Bilderberg Conference, which is this big elitist powwow they have in in Switzerland, and um, not many people get to go. And he was one of them. But one of the things he came and wrote about was how the Americans really seem to be signing on board to China as a problem in China. This is really the kind of the, the threat for the next, you know, number of years is, is really kind of a, 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 a is standing up to China in the military and, and different parts of the thing are much more on board with this than people realize. This is something we've been saying is, is the establishment behind the scenes is, is really starting to back this because there's really becoming question marks about really what's going on in China with President Xi. And and, and I came, what came out of that Bilderberg conference, and again, there was very high-level people there. Henry Kissinger was there. A lot of a lot of top-level, a number of top-level Americans were there in the government and stuff and, and kind of the cutting-edge type of guys that you don't hear about. And, and, and that's what that's appears to be what sort of came out of that thing, which confirms what we're talking about, that, that China is going to be a much tougher situation to deal with over time. Uh, and so we'll have to see. So all of these things are, are, are really adding up uh, to a still. I think we're seeing a fundamental shift uh, way the markets have acted over the last number of years is starting to change. Every, you know, the tide is starting to come out. And you really have to be much more cautious and much more judicious with your investments. Now, coming up near the end of the show, but I did want to touch one of the things we talked about earlier in the show, if you came in late, is uh, – Really, a sense of of purpose. There was some, there's some research out there that that found by uh, University of Michigan that uh, that found that if you have a sense of purpose in life, you have a double chance of enjoying retirement. It, the basically, a scientist at the University of Michigan found that death from heart and circulation uh, of pensioners who feel they have a purpose, they have a double the chance of enjoying a long retirement. Th- their their life expectancy materially goes up with the sense. Now, the sense of purpose might be taking care of your grandkids. It might be volunteering. It might be a job. It's just having something to do and not just 
sitting at home watching TV. It, it, the, the research is very clear. This is something we've been talking about, the importance of having something to do, a sense of purpose. And the research is now showing that they, they, they studied more than 6,000 older people and found a significant link between having goals to work towards goals to work toward in long-term survival. So something to think about, uh, even looking forward to, for grandchildren or volunteering or working, whatever, but have something to do, and you're going to have a much happier retirement. So I think this is something important. A couple things. Uh, if you haven't gone to our website, maxoutsavings.com, go there, sign up for the free report. We write about a lot of these things we talk about in the report. Uh in, in understanding the world today, understanding how to save aggressively, how to invest conservatively, it's all in the Max Out Savings Report. I write it for you to help you out. It's free. If you need some help, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. If you sign up, it's a private thing. We don't bother. If you need help with your retirement, you can also request an appointment. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Until then, remember our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.